Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to Disrupt and Lead. These conversations about the crazy and the chaos and the courage that it takes to create more of what we want. And I'm here with my friend Lorena and you guys look you know, you have Lorena's information in the show notes, so you'll get to meet her formally. But Lorena has been an incredible blessing in my life. I, I, I'm going to just talk about that later. But there have been breakthroughs that we've had, that I've had in terms of my own health, Lorena, that you have helped me with. And I just want to take the moment to express gratitude. Because as we both know, it's, it starts with the parents. And if we aren't anchoring ourselves and, and you just, you know, you have a word, you don't know it's that word. And then you will say, hey, try this oil. You know, we'll talk about there's an oil for that. Um, but I am so grateful for your relentless service to families like mine. Thank you. So welcome. So I want, Lorena, how would you, if you were to strip away all of your roles and just you know, just the titles that we sometimes use to define ourselves. How do you define yourself? Who, who is Lorena? <laughs> um, Lorena is one tough ass woman. I mean, wow. I've always been that way, you know, ever since a young child. Um, I've been very solid in my body. Mm, you know, nice. I, I, looking back, like I, you know, just looking back, I was that kid that, you know, nobody can tell me otherwise that I could stand up for myself. And if someone was picking on somebody, I was that person like, don't be picking on that. You know, like I, right. was, I didn't care who it was uh, type of person. But, you know, that strong person can also be the most scared person too. Mm. And and I tapped into different emotional sides of me in uh -huh. this journey that I never thought I had. Sorry, my thing's all beeping. Um, but, um, you know, I, I really never think about that question, right? Who really thinks about that question of, you know, who, who are we without those titles? Right. Um, but I think you're right. I mean, this, I, I you know, this definition of tough ass. I mean, I, I feel I feel like you are you are that person who is the rock, sometimes for everyone. How how did that feel as a child growing up? Because you know there is that that tender underbelly that right. that us kind of tough asses have. The funny thing is, is I'm an only child. Mm. Okay, so I didn't have to fight for, you know, <laughs> for uh, food. <laughs> for, here I am, you know, and I didn't have to fight over food or, you know, do I get, uh, you know, something from the store? Or does my brother and sister get something? I never had that. So I was always center of attention, right, mm -hmm. in our family. Mm -hmm. And um, so maybe that is why, who knows, you know, I just, um, I was born into a family with very strong women mm. very strong women okay um i uh, my grandparents raised me okay mm. and my mother has three uh sisters mm -hmm. and so um so women were around me a lot and my grandmother was fierce wow. like she was just fierce and um and so of course you know monkey see monkey do kind That's of right. thing I, I was more like, ooh, you know, I'm going to be like her. You know, she just stands up to anybody and says how she feels. Well, that's how that's I'm going to do it, you know. <laughs> that kind of gets you in trouble sometimes. But <laughs> I think that 
might have been the role models I had in my life set me up to who I became as I kept getting older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, our life prepares us for what we're going to um, be engaging and be dealing with. And this, you know, we talk about disruptions, um, these uh, moments that come our way or these experiences that come our way that kind of just turn everything on its head. Um, you know, I know you have um, a child with autism. You tell us about him. But how do you think, like, who your grandmother and her being a role model, how did that help you navigate this disruption of the diagnosis? What do you think? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think my grandmother and my mother. Okay, mm -hmm. so I'll give you a, little, a couple little tidbits on both. Um, my grandmother always was the one that would find solutions, right? No, no matter what. She was the key to everything. Everybody went to her. She would tell you what to do. You know, like, mm -hmm. so that kind of became like, I would follow that. So my friends would always be like, hey, Lorena, you know, this is happening to me. What should I do? So I right. kind of took on that role. My mother, though, on the other hand, never, ever directed me on what and who I should be and how to act. Wow. Mm -hmm. This is huge. Like, I never really thought about this. Both my grandmother and my mother passed away 14, 15 years ago. Okay, so, um, you know, um, I don't have those key players. I didn't have those key players when my son was diagnosed. Right. So I didn't have my anchors. All right. Right, right. And, uh, um, but I always remembered when she told me, she said, no matter what, Always do what you feel you need to be doing. Do not take shit from anybody and don't act like somebody you're not. Wow. And that just really played true to my whole life. Mm -hmm. And during, you know, being that those anchors, those were the voices in my head through right. everything I went through. All right. So tell us about that. What did you, what did you go through? What was this? Tell us about Xander and diagnosis. Like what, what was that experience like? Okay. So, um, Xander, when he was diagnosed, you know, he, I guess, you know, now when I look back, he probably got um, injured right when he was born. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, um, two years in, um, he was saying a few words, right? right. He was saying a few words, had wonderful eye contact like one you tell him to look in the camera say cheese he'd do all of that um he wasn't really response to his name he wasn't coming to his name too much ended up getting um the tubes in the ears right the right. same little song and dance most of us went through um then he started responding to his name like oh that's that was the that's cure right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then we went in for uh, my daughter's four-year checkup um, they suggested um, some vaccines for her, and uh, which was the chicken pox vaccine. My husband and I had a little disagreement about it. I didn't think it was necessary. He got it when he was a little older in his teens. He was, was miserable. I was like, I got it when I was a kid. I even had the measles. I don't remember. You know, like, it doesn't mean much. But we ended up doing it, right? Mm -hmm. and, um, and then two months later, my mother died. Okay, oh, wow. so got to remember, this happened in August, and then two months later, uh, my mother passed away in 2006. Mm -hmm. And um, all of a sudden, Xander just, everything was just starting to completely go away. The life in his face was disappearing. Right. Um, 
he would no longer look at the camera. He was just doing typical things now that I know of mm -hmm. autistic things like stemming, right? Mm -hmm. Lots yeah. of stemming, lots of repetitive behaviors, lots of screaming, like lots of screaming. Yeah. Um, and I would take him into the doctor and just kept questioning, like, what's going on? Something's not right. Got the same kind of response. Oh, it's because your daughter's talking for him. You know, a lot of the similar things most parents might have heard. And eight months into this, um, finally, I got an appointment. I went into the doctor. She said, you know, it kind of looks like Xander has autism. But mm -hmm. I, I can't give you that diagnosis. You have to go to a specialist. So right. I was like, okay. So we ended up, I told my husband, he was like, our son doesn't have autism. You know, because right. again, this is 13 years ago. Right. So it's, it's not as prevalent as it is today, right? Yeah. And uh, um, even though it doesn't seem that long ago, right? I mean, look right. at 13 years, what has happened. Um, so we got our appointment in April. This will be our 13th year um, in April. Um, we had four specialists um, at a hospital in Tacoma, Washington, um, sit down with us, evaluate him, and then turned around and told us that, uh, that our son was severely autistic. Right. And while this diagnosis was happening, he was in the corner banging his head against the wall. Right. Uh, you know, we couldn't stop him. There was no yeah. stopping him. Yeah. And I just looked at them they, like they were all crazy. I was like, what do you mean he's autistic and he's severely autistic? And uh, one of the doctors said, uh, ma'am, that's what he said, ma'am, I just want to say that I've read some of your, um, your statements here of him saying mommy before. I just want to forewarn you that he will never say that again to you. Wow. And as a mother, you're like, what the what? hell are you talking about? For one, you're telling me he has no, you know, like he has autism, which I have no clue what that is. Okay. Right, like, right. All you think about is Rain Man from the movie. Of course. Of course. Mm -hmm. that, that's the only thing. And then, um, then he's telling me he's not going to say mommy. Another specialist tells us, prepare yourself. Look at your husband. He's 6'4". Your son's going to be huge. Prepare yourself to institute him. Probably right. around age 14. Right. Institute. What are you talking about? This is my child. Yeah, yeah. And one of the specialists even asked to hug me, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, no, you can't. No, no. <laughs> no. I don't even want you touching me. Like, I don't even get this. Like, what do we do? That's why I said, so how do we fix this? That was yeah. my words. How yeah. do we fix this? Yeah. And they said, sorry, that, that you can't fix this. Yeah. There's nothing we can do. There's therapies. There's some therapies that he could be qualified for. But that's it. You yeah. know, I would start, he said, I would start with speech therapy. Yeah. That was all I got. And then they got up and walked out the room and uh, the nurse came in, right? And just kind of gathered, you know, is there anything I can do for you? Yeah. Tell me how to fix my kid. And then she was like, well, you know, here's a number. Here's a number you can call. And yeah. it was ABA, you know, yeah. I mean, like all these letters, right? <laughs> like, all these uh, abbreviations for things. I'm like, what are you talking about? No, our doctor so, gave us the ABA book. It was like, here. <laughs> I didn't even get a book. You're lucky you got a book. I didn't even get a book. You know, I got this little like flyer. 
that was, you know, and then by the time I called it, my son was three, or by the time they got back to me, my son turned three and he's no longer eligible for right. this program. Right. right. <laughs> like, why did you give me the goddamn flyer? You knew he's turning three next month, you know? Right. right. I mean, it's oh. not, I'm laughing now because I'm just, I'm sure. But I'm sure you weren't, I, it, like it's like the weight of it. Now I giggle at so many of these aspects of the story, but that does not like negate how much like an earthquake, earthquake is weak, how much like an explosion it yeah. feels like. It's like a bomb is detonated in your life and it's like I, nothing's the same, right? So I felt suffocating. Like yeah. I felt everything just coming down on top of me. And I just couldn't breathe. Like I could, my heart was hard to move. My throat was tightening up and there was like no direction. Like I was just in a loss, like just standing there lost. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that was the beginning of, of everything, you know, like the beginning of where do we go? Well, it didn't begin until two days later because I went home and laid in bed for two days, completely like stunned. Like tonic, yeah. Know what to do and and telling my husband, I can't get out of bed. You got to, you got to, you can't go into work. You have to take care of your children today because I can't do it. So I'm, you know. I feel like I want to leave people in suspense as to the process of Xander's healing, but I want you to describe him today. And we'll say, you know, a little bit because I will, I want people to contact you if they want more of the story or just follow your posts, you know, whatever. But, but let's talk about Xander today. Today. Well, today, well, can I just share a little bit about sure. what Xander was before? And then we'll talk about. Today. Sure. Yeah. 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 Well, Xander was nonverbal, mm -hmm. non-responsive, non-cooperative. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, fearless, fearless, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, would run out in front of a car, um, yeah. get on top of my house, would jump off. Mm -hmm. No fear whatsoever. Yeah. Um, with lots and lots of different health problems, right? Lots of gut problems. Mm -hmm. So just add all of that mixed together. And yeah. that's in screaming nonstop. Mm -hmm. Nonstop. Because mm -hmm. the poor boy was in pain, which I yeah. didn't know, right? Right, right. Okay, so today, Xander is a beautiful 15 year old boy i think he's taller than you like oh, i didn't yeah. realize he's it. almost 511 yeah i was just looking at that picture i was like when did that yeah. happen in that picture he, i'm having him bend down a little bit so, <laughs> so he can get it together the in the picture yeah he's he's like you know cory's six four uh xander's almost 511 and then wow. i'm five seven so mm -hmm. you know he's he's much taller than i am um xander is funny Mm -hmm. He has a sense of humor, smart, like so smart. He corrects my grammar and I am not. And if you follow me, you know, you're not, gonna, a, you're not a slouch. To put on here to write well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, he has compassion and he is, he says exactly what he feels. I think that's a trait that he'll always carry that comes with the autism life you know, of using certain parts of his brain. Mm -hmm. um, but he does have compassion and emotion. Mm -hmm. He knows how to express it and um, share how he feels, which is wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, talks nonstop, you know. Um, Xander today 
can stay home by himself. He can cook food all by oh. himself. He can go on his bike and go on bike rides in our neighborhood by himself. Yeah. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. So, um, just to put that in a nutshell, um, Xander is what we call recovered from his severely autistic uh, diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Is he cured from um, autism? No, he's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but he will live a very good life, mm-hmm. um, but still has quirks about him, which is mm-hmm. okay. You know, I'll take that over what was the um, direction I was been told that was going to happen to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And as you know, because we could, as as autism parents, I think we can easily focus on the path that our kids go on. So I am just kind of pulling us in the direction of what was this journey for you as you engaged various protocols and you know you and I are connected through essential oils and I know that that played a big role in addition to all your various um, healing protocols for Xander Um, but what was this journey for you as um, you were engaging these various things for for him what was going on inside you oh it was hell Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, like, if you really want to know, if, if if I was to describe hell in a picture or, you know, make a picture, that's what life was inside me yeah. 24-7. I was scared to death. Here's here's this person I just told you that was badass, right? That, right, right. Like, was tough as nails. But inside, I was the scared child, you know, the unknown, fearful, you know, um, just, unpart- you know, like, what's going to happen? Like, you know, I had no balance or grounding in my life whatsoever. Wow. Fear, fight or flight, like constant and always on edge, right? Just (laughs) always on edge. Um, And it was a, it was a scary time. You know, it was, am I doing the right thing? Is this, is this working? You know, how much more do I have to do? Um, if, if things kind of plateau, you know, are we plateauing? Is this it? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or something else is going to happen? You know, are we going backwards? Are we going backwards? You know, yeah. we've had moments like that. I mean, just recently, three years ago, we had a huge scare. Um, but um, that brought on a whole new beast mm. that I was not prepared for. Because first off, I'm, I'm living a life. Yay, got two kids, boy and a girl, I'm doing good, got a good husband, right? Got a business. My husband has a business and we're doing good. Yeah. Um, then you throw in, okay, now I got a son with autism, not just autism, severely autistic. What does right. that mean? You know, I, right. don't even, I, I don't even know what autism is. Now you're telling me severely. What, what, what's the difference, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and now this journey has brought on panic, mm-hmm. anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Um, now it's 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 creating this beast of so scared. Like everything's triggering and scaring me. I can't breathe. I, you know. Um, but you get up and you do what you need to do for your kid, mm-hmm. and then you just hide from yeah. everything else. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Like okay, we're not going. We're not leaving this house, right? But we're just right. gonna stay here. So that, in a nutshell. We'll just say that's uh, basically the journey brought in. And so I was diagnosed uh, with uh, PTSD. Right. Um, horrifically, 
that um, I would never or hardly ever leave my house. Mm-hmm. And if I did, it was like in a triangle of places. Like I go to the grocery store and if I had a panic attack in that grocery store, I never went back. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because I would be expecting it to happen the moment I went in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And um, maybe this very close park. Mm-hmm. And then things would start setting in. And I gather my kids, we got to go. Yeah, yeah, go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were used to the moms, we got to go. You know, like, <laughs> they were used to that. That was all they've known. Mm-hmm. And in that time, I had a third child. Yeah. You know, so... Um, and then home base was like my safety net. And even there, was a, it was a prison that I've created there too. So what was your get out of hell card? Like how, how did you break out of that? Or did somebody come in and rescue you? Or <laughs> well, First and foremost, um, um, I start, well, with our, with our journey, there's always, it's always been holistic. Okay, right. so I never used Western medicine ever, so I just want to make that clear. And one of the, the tools I used was a spiritual guide. Um, so I had um, hired someone to uh, connect with my spiritual guide and um, let me know and, and connect with Xanders. Mm-hmm. And um, once I was able to accept a little bit more of who Xander really was without yeah. looking at him as I need to fix, right? I need right. to fix and make him look like that, right? right. The, right. Like the, uh, neurotypical, mm-hmm. but embrace what Xander is, who he is, right? right? And allow him to blossom within his own. That's when healing started to happen, truly for Xander, right. more than me, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I was always trying so many things with Xander. He was like a guinea pig with me. Like, okay, yeah. you know, he what this would do this. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then um, doTERRA was brought into our lives mm-hmm. from my natural doctor. And, uh, um, and it wasn't for me. <laughs> I got these oils and I, I, our whole family was not to touch them. They were just <laughs> for Xander. They were just for Xander. And uh, they were in our walk-in closet on a shelf, all right? And um, I put them up high, and I would even get mad at my own husband when he would touch them. Like, don't touch that. That's not ours. That's for Xander. Yeah. And um, little did I know, because I knew nothing about essential oils, but when I'm using essential oils and applying it on my son – I'm getting the oils in me as well, too. Right, right. And uh, the first and the first thing that happened is that I asked my husband, let's go on a date. Wow. <laughs> this was years, years. I mean, we would go on dates, but it wouldn't last long. Like, we would get there. Mm-hmm. And then... And- and let me tell people, if they're listening to this, you're like, oh, Lorena, I saw you post stuff on Facebook when you lived in Talent and stuff. People, I was faking a life because yeah. I wanted that life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside, I was not having that life. Right. And for me to look on it somewhere in a picture that it makes it look beautiful, right? Yeah, it makes yeah. it look fun. It mm-hmm. just, it maybe it gave me hope that one day, that could be my life again. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, you know, I always want to make that clear because people, you know, I don't know if people are saying that, but 
I do have pictures out there, but it was phony baloney. Let me tell you, (laughs) you know, I'm very truthful about stuff. Not then I wasn't as truthful about my own personal life, but other things I was truthful about. Um, And he would like, you know, okay. He would indulge me and okay. But he knew that we go and I want to come right back home. And I ended up going and we would have a beautiful time and I wouldn't have a panic and I'd come back and he started asking me this is what Corey said to me he goes did you go to a doctor and get medication <laughs> without knowing you snuck some drugs in and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and I said I you know like my response and if you know me I was I said I would rather get high <laughs> than take our ex medication <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, you don't look high. And I go, because I'm not. <laughs> so uh, that was the first telltale sign that essential oils were working, which I didn't even know because he cooks. So we had to backtrack. What am I doing? What is different that we're doing? Mm-hmm. The only thing I was doing different was applying oils to Xander, okay, mm-hmm. and diffusing in our house. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. was it. And I wasn't even using big guns yet. Like, I was not using the big guns yet. Right, 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 right. Uh, And that's how we started addressing it. And um, I started using some other um, doTERRA oils, especially Mm -hmm. the biggest one is Melissa. Mm -hmm. And I started taking that internally. And Mm -hmm. that has been the oil that saved my life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so let's fast forward a few, I don't know, years, but let's fast forward a chunk to this businesswoman that you've become. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's this badass little girl, then there's a scared woman that mm-hmm. is no longer speaking her truth. Right. And then there's the badass businesswoman. Like, so what, what's that transition like? What, what is the, why did you choose to birth her? I'm guessing. <laughs> Community. Community. I think it's community. Um, in this journey with Xander, I have always searched for my tribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. Have always searched for my tribe. Now, any, are these uh, people in my tribe, are they all autism families? No. Mm-hmm. No. I do have some. I have a yeah. good, amazing business partner that um, she has a child so effective. Um, he's bedridden. Okay, mm-hmm. He can't even feed himself, go to the bathroom. I mean, she cares for him right. 24-7. Mm-hmm. And um, but she builds business too. Mm-hmm. Like she builds an amazing business, mm-hmm. and um, it's the community. You mm-hmm. know, um, I'm able to give back in a way that something was not given to me when mm-hmm. I was going through hell. And it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be odd to it. Could be people that are just dealing with any kind of health issue, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm able to offer them um, a little bit of hope. Right, yeah, so yeah, hope yeah. with something, and here, try this. Let's see if this works. And I'm gonna tell people that 99 percent of the time, they're like, "Oh my God, this worked for me! Like this is yeah, helping." Yeah. And yeah. then we build off of that. That's always we go back to foundation, right? Because most of the time, when people aren't doing so well, their foundation is crap. Right. And um, you can't just tell someone to change their diet because that is like the hardest thing to do for somebody. Mm-hmm. If I can give you a little relief. Mm-hmm. Then over time that yes, creates some space yeah too yep, then they want to start changing that foundation because they're feeling good again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah 
earlier when we were before we were recording you were telling me about healing with hope so what's on the horizon for you because we've done this arc through your disruption and kind of and i know of course you've also you're this pragmatic healer for your entire family you you've been everybody's on a healing journey in your family and so how what's what do you see when you look into the next 10 years Mm. for yourself as in what this healing uh hope healing with hope uh, look like healing with hope it's remedy blends healing with hope you know i've always been remedy blends mm-hmm. um just because there's a remedy it's not a one shop stop fix guide kind of yeah, thing yeah, there's yeah, yeah. many many different things out there i have tons of tools in my toolbox that i can talk about mm-hmm. and um and so healing with hope came to me actually in a dream like in a really vivid dream and what my purpose was and um it kind of scared me obviously Mm -hmm. you know it was kind of a little frightening Mm -hmm. um i had a i had to sit with it for a while um ended up going to tony robbins to the unleashed um the power within um it broke through and um clarity came and so all I, uh, all I can say is that uh, my husband and I will be on this journey together. It won't just be myself, you know, right. doing it. And I love that, you know. Yeah. Um, if you get to know my husband, you'll know he's so into all of this as well. Mm-hmm. He's so mm-hmm. educated and brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, my hopes is that I can share tools of what I used you can join forces with me or not, right? Just show up, listen. Maybe mm-hmm. there's something um, that I can share that will allow you to have a little bit more healing mm-hmm. and a lot more hope yes. in your life. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And I think hope, like hope opens doors for healing. You know, yeah. if if we can believe, then that, that's just like it, it shifts so much in our energy, in our kind of bodies. Um, and so... So, and I, I don't know if you want to, I'm just going to take, take, I'll take the, the, um, I'm going to presume. I think it will be so incredible, but we just don't have the time for it now to, for anybody listening who has a child or has themselves that they're thinking about their own healing to kind of be in touch with you just to hear whatever it is that you might have to share. Because I think, when I was, I just recorded a podcast. I'm going to put it in um, on the queue tonight about my own story in terms of diagnosis. And there is that moment when it feels like I have no idea what to do. Mm-hmm. And then by some fluke, a book dropped into my hand and the stories of the people in the book gave me hope. There weren't the stories, there weren't the solutions that were for my family, but just hearing these solutions gave me the sense that oh there's a way there might be a way I could probably find it and I think that's what your story brings and when people talk with you I think they hear that it's not necessarily okay Melissa will get rid of my PTSD right but but just that there is a way and I think it would be amazing if people wanted to be in touch with you Lorena's contact information is in the show notes so guys reach out um don't inundate her be patient and kind (laughs) but definitely whatever wisdom that you might want to share you should um, capitalize on it so if you're if there's a a woman now who's listening because I you know the show is for anybody and I'm but I'm speaking mostly to women who are in business um, and part of 
I think what I'm noticing is that we experience these disruptions and they create something in us. So if, you, if, we're, if a woman is listening right now who's in the throes of the disruption, um, for many of us, the disruptions created uh, advocacy projects, businesses, created extra money, has created um, a way to live life that's in a different rhythm. We stepped off the Ferris wheel and we created our own path and walked it. Um, but she can't see that yet. She's like, yeah, 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 that's fine for you guys. I have no idea. I, I don't know. I, I feel flattened. Like you said, suffocating. I can't breathe. What would you say to her? Take a deep breath. Uh-huh. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Um, you're not going to resolve everything today. Okay. You, you just won't. You won't resolve everything tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Embrace those that feel good in your gut. Like if you see people and hear people and it sounds good to you, right? Like that just sounds good. Maybe it sounds too good to be true, right? Embrace it. Follow yeah. them. Stalk them. Do whatever you need to do. Just watch and watch. You will hear what you, you will find what you need. Yeah. You will. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll find it. Something will speak to you. Um, get up and dance. Like just move. Change your mood by changing the vibration in you Mm -hmm. and because nobody can be depressed, fearful, you know, feeling horrible, frightened if they turn music on and just dance. Right. That will create a new pattern in your brain so that you can grab that hope again. So Mm -hmm. just keep looking for it. And if you, you know, every time just ask, ask questions And if that person doesn't answer the way that you want them to answer you, then you go and you ask somebody else a question. Not not everybody's going to give you the same answer. You're going to have to find your tribe, but you'll find them if you look. What's your get up and dance song? Oh gosh. Well, I like jungle. That's like my new one. It says, uh, follow me into the jungle. And, um, you know, I am um, ex-ambassador, I believe okay. that's okay. It's not like a popular uh, person. But if you listen to the words, it really fits me because I want to lead people back into that jungle because we're going to make our own new path. That's we're right. going to find our, our way back home. And, yeah, yeah. and you're going to find it no matter what. Not mm-hmm. like if you're going to be recovered or anything. It's all about just finding home again. Find, yes. You know how that feels when home feels so good in your heart? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's what I want to lead people to again. Yes. Just feeling home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so much of the, the diagnosis experience causes us to, to lose that, that, I don't know, that true north. You just don't, it's like you're at sea. And so yes. that feels so good that you know you and you know where you're going, and you know, you understand, like, you can say, yes, I understand. That's home. Thank you so much. That's, that's pretty amazing. I, I am going to set all the diffusers going in the house now. <laughs> yep. That's I've been ch- given air, but that's a given air. <laughs> right? That's right. I've, I've been chugging frankincense, though, and I've been enjoying the yarrow and palm. My skin... Oh my word, I've been rubbing it on. It's lovely. Oh, it's a beautiful oil. That palm in there, that palm in there is, is alone is beautiful in it. And I don't know what, you know, I just don't, don't judge me people. I lick it. Let's put a little yeah. on my finger. 
Yeah. Oh, I, you know, I, I like it too. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Lorena, for just taking the time to craft the story and to share how you turned this disruption on its head. Um, and so guys, reach out to Lorena. And if you guys ever want to talk about anything that feels like it's disruptive, but you think you have the sense of there's a light ahead but you just you feel scared to step into it you don't know reach out to us Serena and i would be so happy please, to please. yeah because you know what these disruptions they might they might it might feel like they're derailing you but there is an opportunity in there there's healing in the disruption and um there is something to be created that somebody else can can benefit and so you know just like me benefiting from Lorena's story thank and you guys we're just talking about that i just want to point that out we were talking about seasons right right disruptions and um and, and there's a season for everything and in that season you are meant to travel that season That's all right. the time and yeah. there's always going to be a lesson in that and one day you can be like us sharing and teaching someone else some other tools to use in someone else's journey too that's right. That's right. We learn and we live for ourselves, but for others. And oh, yeah. So, so thank you so much, guys. Tune in again for another episode of Disrupt and Lead. Another entrepreneur is going to be coming on, telling us about their story, about what they've created from the chaos and the crazy life that they've also lived because they want you to know that you can have the courage to create more of what you want. Take care.